everybody? Welcome to the Browns Cast, episode one. I'm your host, Jonathan Kogan. People call me Kogs, K-O-G-Z. So you'll know me as Kogs from here on out, baby. This is uh, Browns Cast, where we're going to document Cleveland Browns, NFL, uh, all year, everything you need to know, like really covering the Browns from just on the ground and just all the details, everything. So why is this so important? Because this is the year. Okay, we've all said that like so many times. We're like, this is the year, damn it. No, this is the year, in my opinion, the Browns go to the AFC Championship. And you're probably saying, why not the Super Bowl? I don't think it's that year, but I think it's the year that we finally go to the AFC Championship. It's a big year. We are stacked. So let's just get it started. So we're going to play... Uh, we're going to do a, a preview of the first game against the Bungles. Nobody likes the Bungles, at least not on this podcast. Uh, we're going to cover some things with Jim Schwartz. We're going to cover some new updates uh, on team captains. So we're going to go over the roster, what to be excited for, what to look out for, uh, any big moves coming up. So let's start off with what has happened really just now. Uh, the team captains voted for by the players. So your 2023 Cleveland Browns captains voted on by their peers, Deshaun Watson. Joel Batonio, Anthony Walker, Miles Garrett, and Charlie Hewlett. Those are your captains. So Deshaun got voted to be a captain. That's big. That means he's being a leader. He's being respected by his peers. I mean, this is the year for Deshaun Watson. There's no excuses. There's absolutely no excuses this year. There's no excuses for not only Deshaun Watson. There's no excuses for Stefanski either. So I'm sure many of you probably question Stefanski. I know a lot of people that think he should be fired. My take is the the guy deserves a full year with the quarterback that they paid hundreds of millions of dollars for with the full offense healthy, you know, for the full entire year. And this is that year. If they don't go to the playoffs, now we can fire him. But now he has Jim Schwartz as his defensive coordinator, which by the way, show me a coordinator, defense or offensive that became a head coach for many years and then came back as a D coordinator, like got fired as a head coach, came back as a coordinator like they were before and didn't absolutely dominate. They all dominate because they are the best coordinators. That's why they became the head coach. There's so many of them. They don't succeed like Josh McDaniels, goes to be a head coach, gets fired, becomes offensive coordinator, boom, tears it up. I mean, I can name a million of them. There's so many of them. Well, Jim Schwartz is, gonna, is one of those. He won the Super Bowl with the Eagles as the defensive coordinator. Okay. He was with um, Fisher at Tennessee from, I believe, 2001 to 2008. And that defense was incredible and consistent for so long. All right. And he was interviewed for many head coaching positions way before he went to the Lions, just didn't get any of them. And this, you know, our defense this year, let's get into the roster, but our defense this year reminds me a little bit like those Giants teams, like the 2007 Giants with that defensive line that just kept attacking, attacking, and sacking Brady, gave him no chances. The Patriots were the superior team, but because of the pressure on the quarterback, they couldn't make anything happen. Show me a defensive line in the NFL that is better than the Cleveland Browns. Just show me one. That's all I want to see. I just want to see one. Because I believe our defensive line is the best in the NFL, and I would not want to go up against it. That's for sure. So let's go over the 53-man roster. 
So first, we only got two quarterbacks right now. Deshaun Watson, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, DTR, which, by the way, I want to make a bold statement here. Yeah, we make bold statements on this Cleveland Browns podcast. I believe, I saw, so one of my strengths is recognizing like super talent, like absolute superstar talent very early. Usually the people who become superstars start off their careers with a bang. They always have that first play where it's like a 75-yard, you know, touchdown run or a 99-yard touchdown pass or the first game they throw, you know, they come back for the win. Like they always start just so strong and so obvious that they're going to be a star. DTR showed everything that relates to this pattern recognition that I have. So I think there is a strong possibility. In fact, I think it's likely that DTR will have more career touchdowns with the Cleveland Browns than Deshaun Watson. And he's a rookie, and Deshaun Watson was paid over $200 million guaranteed. I think DTR is going to be the more successful Cleveland, more successful Cleveland Browns quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Much better. Much better. So we got Deshaun Watson, though, which is very exciting. He's very athletic. He's great. He's got a very strong arm. He could do anything. He led the league in passing yards before things went haywire for him. Let's not forget that. Can he get back into that form? Well, this is it. This is the year. So you got Deshaun, you got Nick Chubb, uh, the best running back in the NFL. What are, come on, let's just be honest here. The guy's a beast. Five yards per carry, 1,500 yards, and now he has the full uh, uh, weight of the offense on his shoulders without Kareem Hunt. Okay. We got Jerome Ford, Pierre Strong Jr. behind him. Elijah Moore, very exciting. We're going to see him play a little bit like a Randall Cobb. If you know, a Randall Cobb lines up pretty much everywhere. He can line up in the backfield, you know, line up in the slot. Uh, you know, line up on the on the ends. He can line up pretty much anywhere. Elijah Moore is very athletic. He's a hard worker, and uh, he's a very exciting player for this year. Amari Cooper, just consistent, steady, like a rock. He comes in. He's professional. He does what he needs to do. He gets over a thousand yards, no matter who's throwing the ball, and he's reliable. And he's going to be reliable again this year. Marquise Goodwin just came back. He had blood clots, as you know. Marquise Goodwin, you know. He's extremely fast. Everyone knows that. He's very fast. He's not supposed to you know, put up 1,000 yards, but he gets that one big, long play, 77-yard touchdown, and Deshaun Watson just launches it. He runs straight. Boom. They connect. Donovan Peoples-Jones, very consistent since he came in the league for Michigan. Bigger wide receiver. Uh, very liable. Great hands. David Bell, this is his year. And Cedric Tillman you know, showed a lot of sparks in the preseason. So Cedric Tillman's going to be very, very exciting. And Cedric Tillman and DTR were actually high school teammates. So DTR threw to Cedric Tillman before they went to college. So they're good friends. In fact, if you watch Unleashed uh, from the Cleveland Browns YouTube channel, you'll learn a lot about that. So DTR and Cedric Tillman have a really good uh, hookup. David Njoku, fantastic tight end. I think this will be a great year for him. Uh, he, had, uh, over eight, he had 800 yards in, what, 12 games last year? Uh, or 600 yards in 12 games, so he probably would have had 800 yards. Very good, good hands, big guy, just, you know, in the red zone, I think he's going to be a main focus. I think you're going to see a lot of targets in the red zone. You got Jordan Aikens, uh, Harrison Bryant, and then the offensive line, Joel Batonio, Jack Coughlin, Conklin, sorry, Nick Harris, James Hudson III, Dewan Jones. Dewan Jones is exciting. So he's a rookie out of Ohio State. Big, 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 big guy. Um, he is six foot eight, three hundred seventy five pounds. He was picked in the fourth round, picked one hundred eleven by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he went, like I said, he went to Ohio State. He's showing that uh, you know he could be a great lineman. He could really be something. And don't forget, the Browns have 
the best offensive line coach in the NFL. The best offensive line coach in the NFL. So let's not forget Callahan is a good example, by the way, of someone who became a head coach. He was the uh uh he was the head coach of the um of the Raiders uh when they had uh Rich Gannon and they went up against John Gruden, if you remember the Super Bowl, where the Buccaneers just uh spanked them in the Super Bowl. Uh what they win uh like 42-24 or something like that. Uh and they just dominated them. But uh Callahan is a fantastic, fantastic coach. And he's an example of someone who was a head coach and was actually successful as a head coach, took his team to the Super Bowl as a head coach, came back and now not only he's not a coordinator, he's a position coach. A position coach. And he is absolutely incredible. Uh, there is no better offensive line coach than Bill Callahan. So with these guys on the line, I think you'll see Dewan Jones have a great opportunity to grow. You got Ethan Pochitz, Wyatt, Wyatt Teller is fantastic. Jedrick Wills Jr., big year for him. Big, big year for him. I think he's going to be fantastic. Uh, again, with Bill Callahan teaching him and our run game, and now we have Deshaun Watson, and we got some pretty good wide receivers now on the outside. I mean, this is it. We're stacked. Show me, show me like five teams that have more talent than the Browns all around. There's not many. I mean, there's really, really not many. Let's go to the defense. Jim Schwartz. Now, one thing I want to point out about Jim Schwartz, okay? When you talk about the defensive line, you got Zadarius Smith, Miles Garrett, Shelby Harris, Siaki Ika, Isaiah McGuire, Ogba, Jordan Elliott, Dalvin Tomlinson, and Alex Wright. With Zadarius Smith, Miles Garrett, Dalvin Tomlinson and Shelby Harris now. What are opposing offensive lines going to do to prevent Zadarius Smith and Miles Garrett from having one on one coverage? Because with Zadarius Smith now, people forget, but he was voted on the NFL Top 100 last year, which is voted on by the players for the NFL Network. Zadarius Smith was voted number 84 overall in the NFL. Number 84. Of all positions, the 84th best player. He gets 10 sacks a year, every year. And then you got the number 20th best player overall, Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett was, could be double teamed all day, every single game last year. But now with Schwartz, Schwartz is known for giving a lot of freedom to the D-line. You know, there's not a lot of rules that they have to do. There, there is attack, attack. You know, it's very flexible. That's why defensive linemen love playing in Jim Schwartz's defense. He doesn't make it complex. It's very simple. It's just attack, it's broad, and it's talent. And when you got Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith both coming in from the outside, and then you have Shelby Harris and Dalvin Thomas in the middle with those other guys rotating in and out, it's going to be very tough to double-team Miles Garrett because Zadarius Smith will get in there ready, like every time, often. Like I said, he gets 10 sacks a year. You could basically book it. Linebacker, you got Anthony Walker Jr., leader of the team, Muhammad Diabiti. Tony Fields II, Jordan Knisik, uh, Jeremiah Takitaki, Matthew Adams. I do think linebackers is our weakest part of our team. I worry about the linebackers. Uh, I don't. I think it's definitely the weakest link because when you go to the cornerbacks and the safeties, like for example, the safeties, I think Juan Thornhill was a big, big pickup for the team. He is a great personality. He's a leader. He's always been on a winning team since high school, high school championship college and then he won with the chiefs twice i mean he really is a leader and knows how to win and he had that pick in the preseason he returned for a touchdown i mean he is a great person to have on the team and uh, i think ronnie hickman is exciting uh 
uh, I think uh, Martin Emerson Jr. had a fantastic year last year. Um, Greg Newsom, very good. Denzel Ward, stud. Big, big year for him, Cameron Mitchell. We got some good guys all around, like really good guys. In fact, when Jim Schwartz decided to come to Cleveland Browns, he said, I don't you know, need to do this. I've made enough money. I've had enough success. But I came back because this defense excites me, in particular, the defensive backs, the secondary unit. He was most excited about the secondary unit. He pointed that out in his press conference. That is very exciting. So I think we are really good on defense. And with Jim Schwartz's scheme, with that flexibility up front and just the aggressiveness, I, I think opposing offenses are going to be in deep trouble. And I think week one against Cincinnati is a great test to start off the season. A great test to see you know if, if the teams align, if we have cohesion. Uh, and all that stuff. And then special teams. Obviously, we just got Dustin Hopkins, a uh, kicker from San Diego Chargers, uh, who lost the starting battle, and then we traded for him. Dustin Hopkins, pretty reliable, over 80% kicker, you know, had a lot of big kicks, um, was AFC player of the month, I believe, last year when he hit a game-winning field goal uh, in prime time. Uh, just, a, just a very, you know, consistent kicker. Um, it's just, it's sad. Kate York had to go. There's really... Nothing you could say. We gave him every opportunity. One of the most prolific kickers in college football history from LSU. Just absolutely unbelievable. And something is wrong with him mentally. I don't know what it is, but he starts off the season last year with a 58-yard game winner in Carolina. Absolutely amazing. And then just can't hold on to that, you know, that mode, that, um, that consistency. So, um, it's very sad to see Cade York go, but on the other hand, a lot of Browns fans obviously were very excited to see him go. Uh, it was very painful to watch him, and we need a kicker who's consistent. We can't lose games because of the kicker. We cannot lose games because of the kicker. That's the most important thing, okay? We have a good enough offense and a good enough defense to win against anybody. Literally anybody. We are one of the most talented teams off pure talent, and then coaching, you know the defense is covered. Stefanski, this is this is your year. What are you going to do about it? And you know, it's not. I don't love head coaches calling plays. Not my favorite. But if you're going to do it, this is your year. There's no excuses. You got Deshaun Watson all year. You got a great defensive coordinator. You don't even have to worry about that side of the ball. This is it. You got the best running back in the NFL. You got some big weapons with Elijah Moore and some other great people that were picked up. You have a fantastic offensive line. Uh, this is it. This is it. So let's uh, let's play uh, from uh, NFL um, uh, NFL Network Cincinnati Bengals versus Cleveland Browns 2023 Week One preview. So let's let's go into the Week One preview right now uh, to see what we're ready for. A little overview, um, and then we'll come back and we'll address some from some talent of the top players. So here's the Week One overview against the Bengals. The Cleveland Browns are at home to start 2023, a little interstate rivalry as the Cincinnati Bengals are in town. No sense in waiting. Browns defense should get to see where it stands defending the pass. Burrow throws. It is caught by Tyler Boyd. Touchdown! Joe Burrow is ready to go. Usually means their offense is ready to fly. Burrow threw 35 TDs last year, primed to crack a 40. Short drop by Burrow. The pressure... Comes from the left, he throws over the middle, caught at the nine. Burrows don't like dogs and in turn dog pounds, I would assume. And Burrow doesn't like sacks. Flushed out, runs, sack. They tried to solve the riddle of the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line, but 
They're just going to get Joe Burrow killed. Put aside the legendary Titans playoff game, Burrow was bagged up four or more times in a game last year, five different times, playoffs included. Cincinnati lost four of those games, including their final game of the year. Burrow never cracked the 100 rating barrier. He's sacked back at the 26-yard line. Cleveland knows this, as when they beat Cincinnati last season, it was a five-sack effort that aided it. This, of course, makes the battle between Cincinnati's tackles, who are different compared to 2022, and one Miles Garrett of significant importance. We don't change. We come out hotter, what's it, 100 degrees or zero degrees. Mrs. Garrett knew how to handle Arnold and Willis. Mr. Garrett knows how to handle bagging up QBs. 16 sacks last year, one and a half against Cincinnati in that victory. Now he has legit help. Burrow has to worry about Zadarius Smith, who dons the orange and white for the first time. He was a 10-sack bloke in 2022. There's pressure. There's a flag. There's an incompletion. Look at Zadarius Smith. He, he loves it. He doesn't care. It's preseason. Next, you get to trying to keep Burrow from connecting with his friends, and everyone knows he tends to DM Jamar the most. Only thing catch in the end zone. Jamar Chase hauls it in. And the Bengals have scored again. Chase remains on the top shelf amongst receivers. Nine TDs in 12 games last year. Thinks a monster year is coming. Goes for the end zone. Chase has it. Touchdown! Having a monster week one with Browns cornerback Denzel Ward on you won't be easy, though. That's a tasty one-on-one. Over the middle, and it is intercepted. Picked off by Denzel Ward. The Bengals passing attack, of course, features two number ones. T. Higgins is just as capable of going off as Chase is. Goes for Higgins. Catches it at the one. Fights for the goal line. Touchdown! And the third amigo, out of the slot, Tyler Boyd, Burrow is just as equipped as he was last year. Touchdown, Bengals, as Joe Burrow floats a perfect ball down the middle of the field. But check it out, Cleveland is one of the teams with a secondary. Cornerback Martin Emerson, low 90s rating as a rook, 15 passes defense, that's a Cartman-esque total. Fourth down of the pass, broken up. By Emerson, a nice night for the rookies. He knocked it away from Tyler Boyd. And Burrow has Greg Newsom to contend with, sub-80 rating last year. Dalton up to save, and it is broken up and incomplete. This is another Onyx moment, but, 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 but wait, it gets worse for Joe. Cleveland debuts a new safety, Juan Thornhill, formerly of the Chiefs. He was a sub-80 dude. And that is picked off. Juan Thornhill, the former Chief, takes it for six. And his partner, safety Grant Delpit, was a sub-70 rating cap. Four INTs, new Cleveland defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz is well-equipped to do battle with Cincinnati's O. Hey, looks, fires middle, and that is picked off! The, the Browns have to be able to handle Joe Mixon out of the backfield as a pass catcher. You never know when he will have a big rushing game, but he is a consistent part of that aerial attack. Underneath it's Mixon, second goal of the nine, diving in! Touchdown, he got in! Usually, a running back is the starting point when you talk Cleveland's offense, but they didn't sell the house, I guess Baker's house in this case, to have their QB hand the ball off. Waits, waits, fires a pass, intercepted, and with the football is Levi Wallace. This week marks the start of Deshaun Watson's mulligan. 
That first shot as a Brown landed in the middle of the lake, more or less. So time to tee it back up against Cincinnati and let her rip. Pressure, Watson finds Peoples-Jones, and Donovan Peoples-Jones is in for a touchdown. Mari Cooper likely sees the most targets as his WR1, over 1,100 yards and nine TDs in 2022. He's got the snap. Third down and five. He's looking left, throwing. Cooper's there. He got it. Bengals also have Donovan Peoples-Jones to chase around over 800 yards last year. He's down the sideline. 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. He's gone. David Njoku was a threat over 600 yards in 14 games. Looking, firing up in the air. Caught. Touchdown. David Njoku. Cincinnati's secondary may be the biggest question mark on the team. They don't have their old safety tandem, and their best cornerback, Cheeto Awuzie, isn't ready yet. So you'll see a lot of youth out there this week, hoping to show that stopping the pass isn't something that will be a problem for them this year. Oh, got it, baby. Let's go! Cleveland should still attack Cincinnati plenty with their superstar, too. Not many backs better than Nick Chubb. He's still a G-A-M. He's gone! Touchdown, Nick Chubb! Grown ad. You get it. He is incredible on his feet. The power, the balance. Bengals front seven won't be easy to crack, though. Defensive ends Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson, both guys who get home plenty, also both play the run well. Lots of beef at defensive tackle with B.J. Hill and B.J. Reeder. And their two unheralded linebackers, Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt, will be waiting for Chubb at the second level. Around the edge, but brought down a great play. By Logan Wilson. What better way to kick off 2023 than with a battle for Ohio? Take the preview to a whole nother level by adding to it in the comments section. So Deshaun Watson has every opportunity to start off the year on the right foot. Yeah, he's going against an inexperienced youth, not even healthy secondary. And sure, they have a great D-line. They have great D-ends. But the offensive line of the Browns is fantastic. I mean, really good. There's no excuse. And when you have Nick Chubb in the backfield, you really have no excuse. But I really want to focus on the defensive side of the ball. Because the most exciting thing, like I said, when I said the 2007 Giants with those D-ends, right? With Pierre, with Strahan, with those just beasts, right? Uh, they were so, so good. And they always got to the uh, they always got to the quarterback all the time. Um, and what I want to pull up here is let's see if I can get it. And I I, I want to play uh, uh, OC Umanamoria uh, or Yoria is who they had. Michael Strahan, Fred Robbins. Um, I mean, just absolute studs. They also had Antonio Pierce as a middle linebacker. They had Barry Cofield. I mean, just remember those Giants teams. They were so difficult. Oh, the later team, Justin Tuck. That's who I was thinking of. I mean, just so good. So good. We have the same kind of talent this year on the Browns. We absolutely do. Miles Garrett is a freak show. And if you listen to the Jim Schwartz conf uh, press conferences and when he's interviewed after training camp, he says, well, he says, not only can Miles Garrett be fantastic this year and the best at his position or the best on the defense, he could be at the top of all the players he's coached. And what's really important to know about Jim Schwartz is that his style of defense, and I'm going to quote this, 
As a defensive-minded coach that emphasized strong defensive line play, Schwartz is known to build his units around a dominant interior lineman. A majority of his stints as head coach or defensive coordinator results in at least one of his defensive tackles being named to the all-pro first team and Pro Bowl. Albert Hainsworth in Tennessee, remember how good he was? Ndamukong Sue in Detroit, remember how good he was? Marcel Darius in Buffalo, remember how good he was? And Fletcher Cox in Philadelphia when they won the Super Bowl, remember how good he was? So he has a lineman that becomes all pro and pro first team all pro. Now, is it going to be a D tackle on this team? I don't know. But could I see it being Miles Garrett? Zadarius Smith? I mean, could it be one of these people? Remember how good those players were? Hainsworth, Sue, Darius, and Cox. So don't so his defense is, a, is is focused on the defensive line, just after the quarterback, after the quarterback, speed, talent, size. So who on our line? If well, it might be two people, but who's the one that's going to be an all pro first team and pro bowler? Because Jim Schwartz is known for making one of those guys as a first team all pro, meaning he is the best in the league at his position. Now, I think it's going to be Garrett and somebody else. And, but he says Garrett is the most uh, just physically gifted, talented people he's ever coached and could be the best of any position of any player he's ever coached. And he's coached some really good players. He said that. He said that in his presser. So speaking about that, what I want to play is these. when I said that uh, Zadarius Smith was 84 overall in the NFL Top 100, which is a big deal, voted for by NFL players, and Miles Garrett it was 20. You probably didn't even watch the segment on either of them, but I want to play it here. They're short segments, and they outline why they were voted so high, what they did last year that made them so good and known by all their peers in the NFL. So I want to play it. Um, I'm going to go with number 84, Zadarius Smith, who's the defensive end for the Browns now, of the top 100 players of 2023. Let's play this. Let's go. Let's go. Brings the energy. Just bring that swag. <laughs> you just BZ. Let's start this new year off right. Let's go. Time to play some football, baby. Time for some football, baby. Game day, you know what you're getting out of that player. Time to play some football, baby. Lots of effort, a lot of attitude. How I view him is he's just one of those guys who just keeps his head down and he just works. He just works. He'll out effort you. He'll test your speed. He'll test your strength. He has a nice size to him. He'll show you that he's strong. He'll make it happen when it's time. And we all need teammates like that, that we could count on. Darius Smith with another sack. Hey, Ryan trying to block. Uh, watch, watch, watch. Wow, he takes on Darius Smith. <laughs> hey, Ryan trying to block. Watch what happened. Please! <laughs> he He's a great player, just a dog, very hungry, just a super high-energy guy. That's kind of how Zadarius rolls. Zadarius Smith rolled the top 100 for the third time in four years. 
He is just a dog, man. He just brings his lunch pail every day. That! And it's Steve! Just going against Zadarius during camp, uh, I feel like it kind of made me better. They do a good job moving them inside, rushing in on guards. And he's taken down by Steve! Yeah! And he's knocked again by Zadarius Smith! He does a good job of getting on their edge and pushing the pocket. Zeke, go get it. One more, buddy. Tyler, back to pass. It is Darius Smith. Yeah! He's sacked him three times. All this guy does right here is continue to respond. I said to him right before that last sack, I said, I need you one more. I need you. And to just go ahead and let him get his third sack of the day, Mr. Sedarius Smith. Give me this oh, so good. So good. And if you're only listening to the audio version of this, you can go to YouTube or Rumble or Twitter at KOGZ to watch the video version uh, if you want to watch the videos. But of course, you can listen to all this on audio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so the next one I want to play now, I mean, Zadarius Smith, if you haven't been watching the preseason and just the team, the Browns coming together, all these new players, he is such a locker room guy. He's so high energy. The players love him. He's funny. He jokes around and he's just always active. He's always talking. He's always excited. The energy of this guy, if you've been watching him behind the scenes is incredible. He is one of the, he's probably the biggest addition of the team in my opinion. Absolutely incredible. So underrated. So under the radar for how good he is. He is so good. You heard that. Three out of the last four years, he was a top 100 player. And we got him like nobody even noticed. He's just incredible. But he doesn't, as good as he is, the best player is Miles Garrett. And we all know that. He's a freak show. He's an absolute freak show. And last year, with Woods as his defensive coordinator, which is nothing like Schwartz. Nothing. Woods was garbage. He was terrible. Okay? We lost so many games because of him. And everyone knows that. Uh, now he's got Schwartz, who gives him all that freedom, who just attacks the quarterback. What's going to happen now? So this is the 2023 20th best player overall in the league, voted on by the players, Miles Garrett, defensive end of the Browns. Let's watch or listen. Yeah, it was on a Halloween night. I had a house decoration, the QB graveyard, and he was the main event. I had to give him that night. I just knew they were going to send the chipper my way. And I noticed a couple of tendencies in Jonah, the way he kicks when he has that running back. And so I had in my mind how it was going to go. It happened so quickly when I spun Burrow right in my face. I was like, just don't miss it at this point. The spin move allows him to get past Jonah Williams, even though there's help. Man, that might be one I remember for a while. <laughs> he was number 11 the year before last. Hey, yo, Miles Garrett is back in the top 20 of the top 100. Hell, 
Bell. All right. I mean, I like the list. I feel like being picked amongst your peers means a lot more. He and Aaron Donald are the only two defenders to make the top 20 each of the past three seasons. Back goes Pickett up in the pocket. They got him. You wanted Miles Garrett, and there he is. Over those three seasons, Garrett leads the NFL with 44 sacks. We only rushed three, and Miles Garrett gets it done. What did you look like on film when you're studying? A superhuman freak. Miles Garrett, another werewolf. <laughs> You see that guy, and it's like, sheesh. Their strength and conditioning coach, he was talking about how he would do, like, skull crushers with 225. I'm just like, that is, that's different. Luckily, I don't have to go against Miles too much, and if I do, I'm usually cussing at myself. A couple of years ago, he put his hand in his uh, sweatshirt, and we had pads on, I think it was a Wednesday, and we were doing one-on-ones, and he beat all five of us with pocket. <laughs> hey, what I was not going to do was be in your graveyard. <laughs> Hey, when I came up there, I said, no, nope. I said, no, nope. I said, no, nope. I would not try to get in their graveyard. Anything stand out when you do match stuff? <laughs> I'm about to say too much because he got me a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? But... Get him. Here's the first welcome to the NFL moment for Icky Iquano, the rookie left tackle. Mayfield takes the snap. Here comes Garrett again off the edge. The ball came out. Miles Garrett making his presence felt on back to back plays. When you didn't control a game like that, what's that feel like? <sighs> mad. Like mad when you're a kid and you're like, is this what it's like to be the guy? Hey, the man, are you doing it? No singles on me, no more. If you can bottle it and channel that feeling of greatness of being in the zone. That's how you hold on to being at the top. <laughs> That's Miles Garrett, the star of the defense and the captain. One of the captains, again, with Watson, Petonio, Walker, and Hewlett. Those are your 2023 Cleveland Browns captains voted on by their peers. Uh, again, so we just got Dustin Hopkins. Um, and Dustin Hopkins uh, is a big deal because we've had Cade York, who has been absolutely atrocious absolutely atrocious. So just a little background on Hopkins. Uh, he played college football at Florida state. He was drafted by the bills in 2013. Uh, he played for the saints, 2014, 2015 played for the Redskins slash football team, 2015 to 2021 chargers, 2021 to 2022. And now the Browns, um, he his career NFL statistics as of 2022, He's made 190 field goals. He's attempted 224. That's an 84.8% success rate. His longest field goal is only 56 yards. That's not that far. And then 403 touchbacks. So keep that in mind. But the good thing is, if you think of last year, uh, when he signed his three-year contract extension with the Chargers on March 14, 2022, in week six, of the 2022 NFL season on Monday night football against the Denver Broncos, Hopkins injured his hamstring, but still went four for four on field goals, including the game winner in overtime for this performance. Hopkins was named the AFC special teams player of the week. He missed the next four games with the injury before being placed on IR on November 22nd, 2022. 
And then as you know, on August 28th, 2023, this past week, the Chargers traded Hopkins to the Cleveland Browns for a 2025 seventh round pick after he lost the starting job to Cameron Dicker. Hopkins took over for the Browns 124th pick in 2022, Cade York, who was waived following preseason struggles. So um, exciting, um, something we needed. And, um, you know, Cade York now, as of August 30th, was signed to the Tennessee Titans practice squad, just in case you were curious, as of yesterday. Um, we just needed a change. We needed a change. It just, it is what it is. Um, so this is the Browns cast. We're going to cover the Browns all year round. I appreciate you listening to the very, very first episode. Uh, we're going to do as many episodes as we can. We're going to really get into the details, but I just want to introduce myself, Kogs. I wanted to bring this out to the world that you have a source of just straight Cleveland Browns fire, statistics, data, analyzing every game, going over all the details, staying up to date on the players, uh, all the game stats, you know, you know, let's, let's look at the odds of every game. Let's analyze, you know, which is, you know, which, which side of the bet over unders, you know, home or away, who do we want to bet? You know, is the line good? Is the line not good? We're going to wager every game. We'll probably go 16 and 0. We will probably go 16 and 0. That just, it is what it is. Okay. Because we are data driven here. We don't have biases and we just analyze the players as they are. All the other, you know, extra stuff, the weather, the stadiums, you know, who's hurt, who's not. So uh, we're going to get into this more in depth on later episodes, but this is the first episode of Browns cast. Thank you for being with me. And um, until next time, I'll see you later. Adios. Bye.